In reality television, the people are represented by two separate but equally obsessed attorneys. This is their podcast. Hi, I'm Ceci. And I'm Angela. And this is the Bravo Docket. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bravo Docket. This is our first post-BravoCon episode, and we're so excited to talk about that in another episode. But today we're going to be talking about the lawsuit that came out that Beauty Lab and Laser filed against Monica Garcia of Salt Lake City, and then that Monica Garcia countersued against Beauty Lab and Laser. The internet is going wild over this. I mean, spoiler alert, there's not a lot here because it was just filed barely a couple months ago. This is all pretty fresh and new. But we will dive into who they are, Monica Garcia's lawsuits that appear on the docket, and then what information we do have from this lawsuit. But before we dive in, I do want to note this isn't going to be attacking Monica. It kind of feels like on Reddit right now, people are trying to find everything they can to tear her down as a person. And that is not what we do here at the Bravo docket. We are just reporting what is on the docket and trying to be fair to both sides. Yeah, we really try to present this information the way you would receive it from an impartial judge. And we're pretty honest about when our personal feelings come into play, which is usually me, and it usually involves a man in the Bravo sphere. <laughs> or Erica. I, yeah, yeah, not going to deny that. I will say that we both met Monica at BravoCon. I ran into her many times, and she was very sweet and personable. Of course, I've read the rumors about how she's on the outs with the Salt Lake City cast. I can neither confirm nor deny that because I have no idea. <laughs> But Wait, did I really in, did I meet her? Oh, I don't, did you? You should. I don't have. think. I don't think I did. You didn't meet her at, when she came to the table. If I did, I didn't know who she was, and that's not me being shady. It's just me not knowing <laughs> or not recognizing her. Okay, then maybe it was me. I have multiple photos. Like I had a photo op with her, and then I ran into her in a hallway, and then at the club, she came by our table thing. She did mm-hmm. with Koa. Oh, I remember that now. I didn't yeah. realize that's who she was. Okay, so I did meet her. I just didn't realize that was her with Koa. <laughs> oh okay. <gosh. laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Koa was the designer who was in the Jen Shaw documentary. And he was was super nice. I remember talking to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was so excited to see him. I know. Yeah. So I guess he works for her now. And he said it's great. So that's good. Yeah. So let's talk about who Heather is. So Heather was born in Carmel, California to her parents, John and Susan Carver. Oh, I guess it's Susan Carver. And his last name was Dean's. Carmel is great. If you haven't been amazing cute town very picturesque great little wineries downtown like tasting rooms 
awesome food. Avery and I would go from San Francisco often. It was a great reprieve from the city life. She's one of six siblings. And then her father, like we know from the show, passed away in 2020. And he has a very interesting life. This is from his obituary. He served for two and a half years for the Mission Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so the Mormon Church in Helsinki, Finland. Following his mission, he attended Utah State University, and he married Susan Carver in 1968. Upon graduating from the University of Utah, he joined the FBI and immediately left for Quantico, Virginia. His first assignment to the FBI was the bank robbery desk. He learned to speak Russian at the Defense Language Institute and specialized in counterintelligence. Just a side note. I used to have terrible insomnia, and one of the ways that I combated that was by trying to teach myself Russian, and it was so (sighs) difficult that my brain would finally shut down and just let me go to sleep. That seems kind of complicated. What I do is I do math. It's interesting. I liked learning the pronunciation. I like the sort of like alphabet, and I still know some words, but in no way can I speak (laughs) Russian. Just a really amazing person. I mean, he flew in helicopters, hunting thieves of historical indigenous sites and received the State Archaeologist Award as special agent in charge with the Bureau of Land Management in Colorado. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, he has a really interesting background. In July 2000, she married Frank William Billy Gay III at a temple in Hawaii. And I'm assuming it's a Mormon temple in Hawaii since they were clearly very... Mormon. They separated after 11 years of marriage, but their divorce was not finalized until 2014. So then in 2017, Heather and Drea founded Med Spa Beauty Lab and Laser. Heather has been on Salt Lake City, for those of us who are uh, our fans know this. She's been on Salt Lake City since it premiered in November 2020. In an interview with Heavy, Heather admitted that she didn't know what the show actually entailed. She thought it was a business show about women. I guess she's kind of half right. <laughs> well, in her defense, I've heard that lots of housewives cities that are newer, they get filmed for one thing, but then they also get pitched to Bravo or the network as a housewife show. They take things and re-edit them and I don't just think pitch them for different those, things. Though. This yeah. one was definitely, I remember the rumors were that they filmed for a while, but it was always a housewife show. I mean, it's fair. She probably didn't watch it before. And then she published her book, Bad Mormon, in 2023. Which I have not read yet. And I know you guys like it when I speed read these Housewives books and then talk about them. So at some point I will do that, but I have not done that one yet. Yeah, my I've friend heard it's good. read it. She said it was really good. So then Monica Garcia joined this latest season. So the one that we're watching right now, it's season four of Salt Lake City in 2023. She's the founder of a baby blanket company called Brea Baby. According to the business's website, it creates stylish, unique, organic, one-of-a-kind pieces for both you and your little ones will love for years to come. And it's called MonicaNikkiGarcia.com. She's also Portuguese and Colombian, which I enjoy. I love any time there's a Latina housewife that joins. I think she's the first Colombian, maybe? So I thought that was interesting. She also has an account linked in her bio on her Instagram, but it's unclear what it is. And I put a a screenshot here. It's called officially person non grata. It only has three posts and it says by Monica Nikki Garcia for anyone that's ever felt unwelcome. Not sure what it is. Hmm. 
As Monica shared on the show, she was excommunicated from the Mormon church and is raising four children on her own. She also recently finalized her divorce, which we will discuss later. Online this weekend, there's been a lot of commotion about her name and and on the show from her mom, who kind of insinuated that she changes her name constantly. What did you think about that? Her and her mom are incredibly messy from what we've seen on the show. It seems incredibly unfortunate. I don't know, maybe it's just my family, but we might disagree with each other. But in front of other people, we always close ranks. So we might fight internally, but in front of other people, I would expect my mom to take my side. Oh, totally. Yeah. Anything about the name thing, though, that you have thoughts about? I don't I don't really know enough about it to have an opinion on it. I mean, it's totally normal to change your last name after you get divorced. So that's not weird. So yeah, on online, people are like, well, she has many last names. So I did some digging and her mom's last name is Darnell. And then her ex-husband's last name is Fowler, which is why her name in the lawsuit that we're ultimately talking about is Fowler. And then when she was divorced, the judge said that she could legally change her name back to Garcia, Monica Garcia. And I don't know anything about her dad, but I'm assuming that's her biological dad's last name. So, okay. Yeah. The one she never met that lives in Florida. She talked about on the show how all she knows about her dad is that he's gay and lives in Florida. I'm assuming that Garcia is her father's last name. Darnell's her mom's. And then her ex-husband is Fowler. And I don't think she was married to someone else before. We're going to talk about it right now, but she divorced her ex-husband before so she was married then they divorced and then remarried and then got divorced again those are expensive breakups they are and then i want to give credit to this reddit user safari sunshine this is from a thread that came up this weekend and she found another name that she believes may have been used as a business alias monica nikki delgado and she found that because that appears on monica's business website for her baby blanket business And it appears on some of the product names. So I put a screenshot in our outline. You can't see it if you're listening to this, obviously. But the website is monicagarcia.com. And then some of the products will have the product name like Finn, but then have Monica Delgado on top of it. And it could just be a business persona. There is an Instagram account associated with it. We know it's associated with Monica Garcia. Just another name. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that weird. I agree with you. I don't think it's weird. When I was a child, not that I was in business, but I had people call me Jasmine because I was convinced I was Jasmine. You can reinvent yourself and have multiple <laughs> names. I don't think it's that weird unless you're unless you're using the names to avoid judgments or liabilities. Then it's weird. But we don't have any evidence of that. Right. Okay. So then I went on to the Utah State Court website to do some case searches And I was trying to find a lawsuit that's been talked about on Reddit this past weekend. And I was trying to find her divorce proceedings, which I did find. So I did a search for Monica Fowler. And there are many lawsuits that came up for Monica Fowler, including the divorce and including the lawsuit by Beauty Labs and Laser. So assuming she is the sole Monica Fowler in Utah and that she was born in 1984 and lives in Kaysville, Utah, which I'm pretty certain she does and is. She has several lawsuits against her, which I thought would be interesting to touch upon. None of them are groundbreaking. Most of them, like we'll discuss, are just about unpaid debts and collections, but they're there. That's a lot. 
Yeah. How many do you think that is? And bear in mind, one of these is the divorce. Uh, it's like 21. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we think about 20 of those are debt collection cases. One is a lien, one is the divorce, and then one is the breach of contract claim by Beauty Loud and Laser. I wanted to talk about some of these, not all of these, not all 21. It would have taken a bit of time, so I chose a sprinkling of them. So the first one is about her defaulting on a loan, and it was by Loan Me Inc. against Monica Fowler. It has the transaction history. The reason I'm convinced this is her is because her ex was also served and the home address is the same throughout these lawsuits. They ended up trying to garnish her wages and the case is still going on. So the next one is by her bank and it's for opening a credit card account, which she did not make payments. It's for less than $600, but it's because they claim didn't make her credit card payments. So again, they served her husband at their home for this case with the summons and says he's 6'7", which we've seen photos of him and that he's bald. This, this is her husband. <laughs> says it spoke with defendant's husband, did confirm she lives here with him, but wasn't currently home, gave him the documents to give to her. And this was... Oh, and that was... 2019. 2019. So it says the judgment was entered. So she did have to pay the almost $600 and it was satisfied. So she paid it. Then there's another one against Monica and Michael. And that's her ex-husband. And it's from Mead Recovery Services, LLC. And it's for pediatric dental and orthodontics services. So I'm guessing it's like braces or something like retainers for her children. I mean, those are expensive. They are expensive. And it says the original amount of the debt was $1,141. There was interest accrued of $192 and then 18% interest rate. And a judgment was entered for $2,284. Okay, and here's another one. And this is by Epic Emergency Physicians Integrated Care for professional medical services provided to one of the children. And this was in March 2022. It says that the cost of the care was $661. Since the date, there have been $0 in payments made. And the total bill, so it was remaining amount assigned, the interest, attorney's fees, they were asking for $2,636. And this was filed December 2022. Monica, I have gotten a suit over it, but I have gotten bills from where I've paid my copay or I've paid whatever fee it was there and they said I was fine and then a month later I get a bill for something ridiculous. Right. Yeah. No. And that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not yeah. mentioning these to tear her down, but they're on the docket. This one though ended in a default judgment. Like many of these on the docket, she didn't respond. So Yeah, if you don't if you get something a court summons and you don't respond and you've been properly served that will end up as a default judgment, which just means that you, by default, the other side wins because you never showed up. And then there's this one. I wanted you to look at this one. It's a state debt collection. It's for traffic fines. Mm -hmm. And that was for offenses that happened in 2019, and it's operating a vehicle without insurance, an improper left or right turn, and failure to register expired vehicle registration. First and third charges, so the vehicle without insurance and expired without were dismissed with prejudice. Can't one is an infraction for bail forfeiture and that for an improper left or right turn. And that one was not dismissed. 
All right. And then this is the one I was trying to find on the docket and could not find, even though someone posted the case information, like the case number, the party names, everything. I could not find it, but I do have secondary information about it. So I want you to watch the video first. I did watch it. I watched it. Oh, you did watch it. What were your thoughts? I The trend on TikTok where those guys made a car wash video to the song and then as it goes on TikTok, everybody was copying it and making their own car wash video TikTok, like what she was doing. I guess we should explain what the video shows. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she's she's at one of those self-wash car washes, which I need to find. I cannot find one here in LA yet. And like everywhere around me is those hand wash ones and it's like 20 bucks. And I'm like, I just need to rinse it off. Anyway, so she's at one of those self-car washes in various wigs and costumes, dancing to... I didn't have the audio in the video I sent you, but it's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So she's like switching costumes and washing her car and like sliding down it. And it's just incredibly cringy to me. I I could never do a video like that ever, ever, ever. You couldn't pay me to do that. And she did that for free on her TikTok. Like I get weird even like talking on the phone in the back of an Uber. So I don't get how people do this. But I guess apparently she left this review this is alleged, of the car wash on Google. Do you want to read it? Somebody named Billy Booby. That's B-I-L-L-Y-B-O-O-B-Y. And it's one star. And it says, They will never see another red cent from me. Nine o'clock at night, kicking paying women out! Exclamation point. Allowing them to be berated! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Lost a bunch of customers. Wash your car somewhere else! Exclamation point. You should put all this energy towards bettering your car wash. There is no active case with the police department. You decided to sue someone on false allegations and it will come out in court. And then the owner responds and he says, this review is not accurate. As you can see from the name, it was brought on by Monica Fowler. Any customer wanting to know more details about Monica Fowler's case with Kaysville PD or our ongoing civil lawsuit for using our property to film videos of (laughs) questionable content, (laughs) treating our customers badly, Forcing customers to leave while they used our wash bay for over an hour. Destruction of property and the libel lawsuit we just filed. Feel free to call me at blank. Thanks. Hmm, Maybe we should call him. I could not. I could not find this lawsuit. (laughs) And I have the case number. I couldn't find it. But anyway, so he provided a summary here of what the lawsuit was about. I wouldn't call it questionable content. (laughs) (laughs) There's no pornography or anything like that in it. It's just taste. Yeah. I don't think you can sue for that. I know you can't sue for that, actually. (laughs) Because then everyone would have lawsuits against them on Bravo. Yep. So, I mean, both Monica and her mom responded to this because there was an affidavit that was going around and they both said that it was dismissed with prejudice. So I have to take them at the word for it because I can't find it. But in trying to find this one is how I found the rest of the docket. All right, let's talk about Monica's divorce. You want to talk about it? Monica and Mike got married in September 2009 in Kaysville, Utah. About her marriage on the show, she said, quote, about four years into my marriage, I found myself in what one might call an entanglement. That resulted in a divorce and then a wedding because we got divorced and we got remarried. And now we're getting divorced again. Now, the entanglement she's talking about is where she was having an affair with her brother-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that Mike's brother or? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Legal team. Have you guys been on Quince's website recently? I shopped on there like three years ago for the first time and bought myself a bunch of cashmere sweaters. I lived in the black cashmere sweater, lived in it. And I hadn't shopped on there for a while because my cashmere sweaters lasted for a really long time. But I decided to go back on there and oh my gosh, have they completely expanded everything that they offer. The workwear, they have washable silk. And I mean, it's so affordable. I also shared with you all that I'm recently engaged and I'm in the middle of wedding planning. So anytime I'm shopping, I'm thinking about wedding, 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 wedding. And they have everything I need for the wedding. I just booked my honeymoon. We're going to go to Southeast Asia. It's going to be hot there. And I've been looking for good linen pieces. Guess what? Quince has good linen pieces and they start at only $30. Then I'm like, okay, we need to get our wedding bands. You know who has fine jewelry now? 14 karat gold quince. So I send the link to Avery and I'm like, you have to get your wedding band from here. It's affordable and it looks just like any other wedding band. I mean, it looks great. Another thing I'm doing, again, I have wedding on the brain. I want to look my best. So I'm like, okay, I really want cute little matching sets to go work out in. It's the only way I can get motivated. I have to like wear a cute little matching set. I've gotten really into Pilates and guess what? Quince has the matching sets. They look identical to matching sets I've already purchased from another sports brand. They have the same thing. And at a fraction of the cost, I was able to get two tops and one pair of pants for the same price that I could only get one set at this other sportswear place. I mean, come on. Quince is just killing it. If you've shopped there before, it's time to go back on again. They have just completely expanded the categories of goods that they have to offer. They're not just all about cashmere sweaters anymore. They have got a ton of stuff, and I highly recommend you go check it out. If you're ready to go try out Quince, go to quince.com slash docket to get free shipping and 365-day returns. That is q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash docket to get free shipping and 365-day returns. That is an amazing guarantee on their goods. So go check it out. I highly recommend it, guys. Her sister's husband. 
I don't think it's his brother. Okay, so this this was on the show. So after Heather Gay asked her if she had sex with her husband's brother, she clarified that her brother-in-law was the husband of her ex-husband's sister. Okay, 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 okay. So it's her husband's Mike's sister. So it's Mike's sister's husband. So she banged her husband's sister's husband. Yeah, Mike's sister's husband. Okay, yeah, no, I had to work that out in my own head. (laughs) So then she filed for divorce first in December 2013, incited irreconcilable differences. A few months later, there was an order for dismissal entered in May 2014, and then that divorce was dismissed in January 2015. She filed for a second divorce, so divorce for a second time, from Mike again on June 12, 2023. She was awarded sole legal and physical custody over their three children. He's allowed to see them at reasonable times and places, even though he now lives across the country in another state. They split up the holidays in the decree, as you saw. According to the documents, she stated her business, so the baby blanket making business, is zero value at the present point in time. And then his gross income is $17,333 per month. He was ordered to pay $2,636 per month in child support until each child turns 18, which they're pretty minor right now. She also received $4,000 per month in alimony through 2037 or until there are certain changes. So like one of the changes in circumstances they put, I don't know why I'm laughing, is if she dies or if she remarries or cohabitates with a new partner. And then they put that she still owes $168,000 to a mortgage company for the home because she was... She received exclusive use and possession of the home. And then she was also granted the ability to change her legal name back to Garcia. All right, let's talk about the Beauty Lab and Laser lawsuit, which is why we're here. The biggest question we got is, I thought cast members couldn't sue cast members. Well, this is Beauty Lab and Laser suing Monica. So it's not Heather suing Monica. It's the company, the entity. I guess it's a workaround. (laughs) Do you want to read the complaint? Plaintiff is a medical spa that, among other things, provides cosmetic services for its clients. On or about December 10th, 2019, defendant, meaning I'm just going to say Monica, Monica entered into a contract entitled Beauty Lab Tab Agreement. Monica agreed to pay for cosmetic ejection services from plaintiff. Now, was this she's paying a monthly fee? For injections, what's the payment agreement? Yeah, it says it's attached as an exhibit. It's not attached. Okay. so Unless they didn't put it on the docket. Yeah. Ceci and I didn't write this complaint <laughs> as it's written, but it says under the terms of the agreement, plaintiff agreed to pay 2449 for cosmetic injections, but I'm assuming they mean defendant, i.e. Monica. Price for the cosmetic injections consisted of an initial payment of $449 consisting of a $49 setup fee and $400 down payment due on December 10th, 2019, and then $200 monthly payments for 10 additional months. Defendant made the first payment of $449 and received the contracted services from Beauty Lab and Laser on or about December 10th, 2019. And it says Monica failed to make any other payments that were due under the agreement. Yeah, so that explains it. No, I guess it is sort of a payment plan. Mm-hmm. It's probably like you get one service or something yeah. if you pay the monthly fee. Okay, so the first cause of action here is a breach of contract claim. And it says that 
She, so Monica, agreed to pay $2,449 for cosmetic injections under the agreement that she received the injections. She only paid $449 of it, so she owes the difference, basically. Then they're also claiming a set for the second cause of action. It's a breach of the covenant of good faith and fair dealing. And they said that she demonstrated bad faith. Basically, she's not, she's not dealing in good faith. She's entering into this contract knowing she's probably going to violate it. So they're seeking $2,000 in damages, attorney's fees, pre- and post-judgment interest, and further relief as the court deems just and equitable. So this was filed on August 14th, 2023. And a big question was, if this occurred back in 2019, why did Beauty Lab file this in 2023? What are your initial thoughts? Maybe the statute of limitations was going to run out, or Heather got mad and knew that this would end up being talked about by podcasters and that it would make Monica look bad, which if that was Heather's goal, then it's working because we're talking about it. Right. Yeah. A theory I saw online is that Heather didn't realize that it was Monica from the show until something happened on the show. I thought maybe around the reunion, she figured it out that maybe hmm. Monica used a pseudonym or something and she connected the dots that it was Monica Garcia. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out, but she filed it. And then Monica answered and filed her own counterclaims. Do you want to read? With respect to the allegations in paragraph 12 of the complaint, Monica admits no further payments were made beyond her $449 payment, but denies any further payments were due under the agreement and denies every other allegation in paragraph 12. Parties, meaning Monica and... Beauty Lab and Laser reached an oral accord and satisfaction, wherein Monica paid for another competent party to fix the damage to Monica's nose and lips caused by the incompetent, negligent actions of Beauty Lab staff, and Beauty Lab was entitled to no further payment. Beauty Lab breached the contract by failing to provide the services it promised in a competent way, and Beauty Lab services fell below the standard of care for such procedures in the industry, and the care and result beauty lab promise to monica this actually kind of reads like a bar question for breach of contract with the mm -hmm. yeah it does, it does. <laughs> oh i passed the bar yes yeah, he passed the, the california yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really exciting she passed the california bar i passed the california bar and people were like i thought you were already a lawyer yes i already was a lawyer but i was barred in new york so when you move you have to take the bar of the state that you're practicing in and now that I live in California, I had to take the California bar and I passed. So Yeah. And some states Yay. will let you wave in if you have enough years, but several don't. And Florida and California are two such states. So you have no choice. They force you to take the bar. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the California bar is the hardest in the entire country, I believe. And so Ceci is smart, y'all. <laughs> but we knew that already. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Where are we on here? Um, talking about... Accord and satisfaction. We should probably explain what accord and satisfaction are. Since you just took the bar, do you remember? Go for it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I since I just that they made me wait four months to get my results. Okay, that, that information's gone from my brain. I have the notes. Accord and satisfaction <laughs> refers to an agreement. So accord just means agreement between two contracting parties to accept alternate performance to discharge a pre-existing duty between them. And then the subsequent performance, that's the satisfaction of that agreement. And then the new performance is called the accord slash agreement. Yeah. But I don't think that's what happened here. No. 
Okay, so Monica continues, Beauty Lab's negligence caused and contributed to the loss upon which all its claims are based. Beauty Lab's claims and causes of action are barred by estoppel because Beauty Lab promised it would not seek further payment and offered to fix the damages it caused Monica, which promises and claims contradict the position it takes in this action. Beauty Lab's claims are barred by the utter and complete failure and or lack of consideration it promised, which was competently performing procedures with the promised result. It says Beauty Lab's claims are barred by set-off because Monica suffered more damages than Beauty Lab has. Oh, she also says it's barred by latches, which is just unreasonable delay. Okay, let's go through her allegations. All right, general allegations. Beauty Lab is a medical spa that, among other things, provides cosmetic procedures for its clients. In December 2019, Monica entered into contracts with Beauty Lab here and after the agreement in which Beauty Lab promised to provide cosmetic injections in Monica's nose and lips in a medically proficient manner, similar to the way a plastic surgeon would perform such a task to enhance the appearance of Monica's nose and lips, whereupon Monica would pay Beauty Lab for its medical services. What's a nose injection? I mean, I have a big Roman nose, so maybe I don't understand why someone would inject their nose to me. Because <laughs> injections make things bigger. Yeah so, yeah, so there are these things called non-surgical nose jobs. And so what, and I'm not a plastic surgeon or a med spa owner, but what they'll do is they'll inject filler in your nose to make it more pointy. Yeah. So it's like non-surgical face reshaping with filler. Okay, yeah, it says it can add volume to your nose, enhance the tip of your nose, smooth out bumps or lumps, or camouflage a bump on the bridge of your nose, or straighten a slightly crooked nose. Well, none of those would work for me. Beauty Lab performed the nose injections in a negligent, medically deficient manner, and the appearance of Monica's nose was diminished, not improved. I wish they would have put pictures in here because... I know, maybe maybe in Discovery. <laughs> so it says Beauty Lab performed the lip injections in a negligent and or medically deficient manner, and the appearance of Monica's lips were not improved. Monica went to another medical provider who repaired the negligent and or medically deficient lip and nose procedures performed by Beauty Lab. The costs incurred to have the other medical provider repair the negligent, medically deficient procedures performed by Beauty Lab was greater than the amounts claimed by Beauty Lab in its complaint against Monica herein in an amount to be proven at trial. I'm curious if she came in and got the injections right away and then didn't continue to pay. And I'm just so curious about what the agreement actually said. I mean, it's probably like when you like buy a package of yoga classes or something. Yeah. Where it's like you go and you do one class and then you hate the class and then you're stuck in the contract yeah. and then you're like, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Beauty Lab owed Monica a duty of care independent of the contract between the parties and Beauty Lab's actions breached that independent duty of care were substandard, medically deficient, and negligent, causing Monica general and consequential damages in an amount to be proven at trial. So this is before she was on the show. Is that... Yeah, 2019. Yeah, so it's before she filmed for the show. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm putting the timeline together in my head because I'm like, she didn't look like there was anything wrong with her. Well, yeah, I mean, she's claiming that she got it fixed by someone else. Right. So you're going to like this next cause of action. Beauty Lab's claims were made in bad faith. Beauty Lab knew or should have known that its claims and causes of action alleged in its complaint in this action have no merit because of the negligent manner its medical procedures were performed on Monica, the substandard results causing Monica to seek competent medical care from a third party. Beauty Lab's complaint has been made because of the personal animosity towards Monica of Heather Gay, an officer and director of Heather Entertainment, Inc., a member of Beauty Lab and Laser LLC, not because of the claims in the complaint, which Beauty Lab and Heather Gay know to be unfounded. That's what I said at the beginning. Yeah, so 
that's where that is. It's interesting. It almost seems like by filing the lawsuit, it's hurting both of them. What do you think? I think it's almost like now everyone's trying to dig into Monica. Now we're talking about it and we wouldn't have before. But on the flip side, now everyone's probably looking into Beauty Lab and Laser too. So, I mean, and it's such a low amount. Yeah. It seems very petty. It's not like the small amount of money is going to make or break Beauty Lab and Laser or Heather Gay. The small amount of money Heather or Beauty Lab would have filed this if it wasn't to create Bravosphere, you know, a small amount of it probably cost more to mm-hmm. have the attorney draft the complaint. <laughs> Maybe not in Utah. I don't know what definitely. I don't know what the rates are in Utah, but still, I know it's not New York or California rates, but still, meeting with the attorney, having them draft the complaint, filing it, the filing fee that probably costs more than the claim damages. Yeah, or or something happens during the season and she gets. I don't know. She wants justice. Like, yeah, if Monica stiffed Beauty Lab and Laser in the bill, then she deserves to pay it. But at what cost? You know? Yeah. Because now, so then. Beauty Lab and Laser had to release a statement or they chose to release a statement on November 9th. And it says Beauty Lab and Laser is a phenomenal business in the top 1% of providers with over 3000 positive reviews. Our injectors are nationally ranked and leaders within the industry and our legion of loyal customers speaks for itself. This lawsuit in the press has no merit and is unfortunately a pattern of behavior from a desperate woman who, when unable to pay her bills, claims dissatisfaction to avoid accountability. I honestly haven't heard anything bad about Beauty Lab and Laser. This is the first lawsuit we've heard of against them. And that doesn't mean there aren't others, but this is the first one we've heard about. I tried finding it, but this system is horrible to search through. So, But I also think that if there was something big, one, somebody would have sent it to us, or two, it would have gotten picked up by a courtroom news service and some other. Yeah, it would have, it would have showed up in an article. A woman's face disfigured by beauty lab and laser, and we haven't seen anything. So this definitely makes Monica look worse than it does Heather or Beauty Lab. She's not saying she's permanently disfigured. This, this isn't alleged as a malpractice claim. It's alleged as breach of contract. I also have a feeling if people had issues with beauty lab and laser, they would just sort it out and not go to court over it. So maybe that's why you don't see anything about it. Not saying that there are things, but if I'm unhappy with a service, I usually go to the provider and I say, hey, can we work this out? You don't necessarily sue them. So that's not to say that there haven't been issues with Beauty Lab and Laser, just probably not in court. And maybe Monica thought like, if, if, if her allegations are true, maybe she was just like, oh, well, I won't sue. And then once Heather sued, then she's like, okay, gloves are off. <laughs> like her gloves are on. I'm going to counter sue you. It's hard to say. Monica released a statement in her statement in response to Heather's statement is my only comment at this time is see you at the reunion. XOXO, Monica Garcia, betch. I was looking to see if they have board certified dermatologists doing the injections or if it's nurse practitioners, which I mean, do your research, choose for yourself. And I'm not saying anything about Beauty Lab or anything bad about nurse practitioners. They do an amazing job. But it just because I am an attorney and I know way too much, I just get very nervous with medical stuff. So when I have someone injecting my face, I personally choose for it to be a board certified dermatologist. But I mean, there are bad reviews, but there are bad reviews in many businesses. So. I don't trust reviews of a place if there aren't at least a couple bad reviews. Even if a place is really, really good, there's just 10% of people you're never going to make happy. So I think the reviews are fake if I go somewhere and all of the reviews are five star or good. So to wrap this out, I guess, you know, we can't really take a side here. It is what it is. We have two competing allegations, one saying, you know, Monica paid for a package. She didn't follow it through with her payment. Like 
she was contracted to do. And then Monica is responding and saying, well, I didn't pay because you messed up my injections. We don't know what happened here. All I can say is it's a big lawsuit for a little amount. Monica could have sued without being sued first. So who knows? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep our eye on it and report back if anything changes or we learn of anything new. Yeah. Thanks, legal team. Don't forget our Instagram, our Bravo Docket website. We've got our Patreon. We always enjoy our monthly chats with our Supreme Court patrons. Ceci's really good at keeping the Patreon feed up. And then... Just let us know if you have any questions about any of this. Pretty interesting. The Bravo Docket is part of the ACAST Creator Network. 